Hello, everyone, and welcome out to episode 351 of The Good, The Bad, and The Gee. I'm your parasitic host, up to your ear holes, wrapping around your eardrums, Nick Argenbright, a.k.a. Nick Nitro, a.k.a. Fake Name. Before we get to... There's like a weird echo, and I apologize. But before we get into today's episode, which is a whole lot of nothing, and by nothing, I mean nothing with other people because I have another GBG drive-by. I know, because you've been clamoring, being all like, Nick, Nick, you need to get on doing episodes by yourself, Nick, because everyone loves it when, when you know, you do that. Um, so uh, how you ramble on and keep uh, talking endlessly, ooh, ooh, take a drink, take all the drinks. I like to get drunk, Nick, so take a drive-by, Nick, and do drinks because that's what the drinks do because that's important. Important. And speaking of important, because these guys, with your help, pay our bills, are many, 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 many large and inclusive, many, many bills. Like light, you pay that. I don't know if you knew that, but you do. You do with your love and your kinship and your love of books, but in podcast form. Yes. Now, if you aren't helping us yet and you want to be like, I want to know more. Do you have a newsletter first? No, we sir or madam, we do not. But here's how you can help us. Get a 30-day trial to Audible by heading to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. Mm, almost messed up there. To get a free book in that trial with a choice of over 200,000 titles to choose from. How rad is that? Also, here are some rad picks you, you can choose from if you like rad things. Because it's so rad to say rad. And, and get Tote the Goat's Rad, Stephen King's It. Read by Stephen Wings has Rad Weber or Trevor Noah's Born a Crime. Read by Rad Trevor Rad and Noah. Because it's rad. That's audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. It's rad. All right, we also are slowly working on the finishing touches of the second season of the Magical Unauthorized Misadventures of Rocking Boink on Friends. Be sure to stay tuned to our Twitter feed and or Facebook group for the show via uh, facebook.com forward slash Rocky and Boinkle podcast or go to the show's Twitter feed username at Boinkle pod. I think I can also talk about this now. November 18th at 3.30 p.m. we are recording our season two finale in front of a live audience called Terminal of Endearment or a moose, a squirrel, and a snake on a plane. It starts at 3.30 p.m. and you can get there to see how the show at 5 p.m. for uh, for $5, I should say. You can pay to get in or uh, one non-perishable food item. Uh, and uh, here's the other thing too. 100% of the proceeds go towards the Mid-Ohio Food Bank. So join in the fun with Rocky and Boinkle's old foe, Boris Badenoff, who sends out a distress call. But is it a trap? Find out. Mark your calendar as we work on getting more info on the website at gbgpresentspod.com and the other social media sites. And if you guys didn't know already, I mean, you probably do, but... In case you don't, we here at The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky are part of the It's All Been Done Presents Network. And speaking of the network, the flagship of the network, surprise, it is not us. No, but the podcast and live show called The It's All Been Done Radio Hour, a modern scripted comedy in the style of old-timey serials featuring new original segments like Universe Journey, Packer and Rackliffe, and more. Yeah, that's them. Their next live performance is Saturday, October 14th. Doors open at 5 with GBG Live starting at 5.15. Yeah, so here Nathan, Jimmy, and I bicker live. Well, actually, Jimmy won't be there that month. That's a poor representation. On the copy I wrote for myself, I put Jimmy. But usually Jimmy's there to argue with us or do whatever with us. But this time it's going to be Nathan and I. And we don't know what we have up our sleeves just yet. We might do a different game because Jimmy's not there. Usually we do Judge Jimmy. Or we might do something different. Well, anyway, here what we uh, try out this month, um, you know, and make sure to get there early, or if that ain't your jam, the show starts at 5.30, admission is $7 for adults, $5 for seniors and students. This month, though, 
Oh yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Justin McElroy, the podcast, my brother and brother and me returns, and we have a very special Halloween surprise. It's so secret that not even I know what's in it. I don't even know if Nathan would know either. Now that I come to think of it, actually, I should talk to him about that. But you know how you can find out, right? Well, yeah, come to the show, and you know you can do that by getting your tickets now at MadLab.net forward slash tickets yes words are hard past episodes are available on the podcast it's been all done anyway so check out www.ibdpresents.com all right so here we go episode 351 of the good the bad and the geeky it's a gbg drive-by and originally it was supposed to be jimmy and i and before uh that idea was to get everyone together um like jim nathan and even john if we can swing it uh but it was hard soup's hard yo and uh it might be even a month or even more before we get all those knuckleheads together. Apparently, being an adult with a family, or in Nathan's case, having Kate, Nathan's case, I should say, having five jobs is very time-consuming and makes it difficult for people to get together. Who knew? Well, you knew. Who knew? You knew deep within your soul there was love there once. I knew it. I could feel it. I can feel it somewhere where you feel the feels. Not all the feels, though. That'd be too much. But the feels of feels, which are just enough feels to feel. I feel it, and you can too. Because because this makes sense. It's the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky, episode 351. Let's start this podcast out of the door with a GBG drive. Bye, bye, bye. You may hate me singing, but it ain't no lie. GB drive, bye. Bye. Oh, that was so bad. I'm sorry. darkness smash cut to the listener they hate play they wonder if it was an accident (laughs) was it not sure a horribly incompetent voice breaks the silence hey so you're probably wondering how i got here well no i mean you're probably wondering how you got here listening to this podcast it's because i tricked you no seriously i somehow found a way to trick you okay kidding aside today's drive-by is a bit all over the place at least that's the goal I really just wanted to talk to you guys about like loads of stuff I've seen lately and maybe a funny story and maybe not a funny story that's comical or not comical to me. Um, Maybe more with a word of warning. Uh, Tons of naughty words. First off, I want to talk about the big thing going on all over the United States right now. The whole kneeling and disrespect and disrespecting. Here's the thing. There's a part of me that kind of finds it disrespectful but knowing the intent of how the nfl play and here's the guys here's the other thing too i am not a big nfl guy not a big sports sports of the do guy not me it's not my bag baby it's not my ball game um quite literally but knowing the intent for why the players are doing what they do um it doesn't bother me it doesn't i mean i'm not gonna lie either it it helps that Trump is a huge fucking douchebag, and I do not care for him. I think he's a horrible, toxic human being. Um, 
and he doesn't care about it. That's the other thing. Um, you know, I, I remember I worked with someone once who um, was kind of toxic to work with, but he's a good guy. Matter of fact, I'm still good friends with him. He's a very good guy, but like he's kind of toxic. Um, the environment he was creating was toxic, but you know, he started to realize that and work on it. And I think he, I, I hope deep down, I, he's matured a bit because of that. Um, and he's even more awesome. And I already did like him. It's just, you know, uh, it was kind of a different mindset for what he was trying to do. And I feel like Trump just doesn't, he doesn't get that. He doesn't understand. And then furthermore, he just doesn't care. He just wants you to like him. And he'll do anything and everything in his power to get you to like him. The problem is, is that, look, a large percentage of the country don't like people like that. They can't stand people like that. They don't like racist, Nazi-supporting assholes. And that's the truth, right? That's the truth. And so, knowing the intent of what he's trying to do, and now, furthermore, knowing the added intent of what the NFL players are doing, do I love the idea of them kneeling in protest? No, I don't. But it is their God-given right to as per the the uh, Constitution of the United States of America, which Trump has no understanding of legitimately. And, yeah. And I made the mistake of posting something on Facebook the other day when it happened, because I just said, you know what, I really hope every team kneels. So, yeah. Aren't I a bummer, folks? But I, I just, it's been bothering me, it's been on my mind, and... Um, I just wanted to talk about that. Um, so now that we got the depressing stuff out of the way, well, the stuff that actually matters, let's talk about the stuff that doesn't matter. So <sighs> for about five months or so, I've been secretly hot and bothered by the fact that the most recent season, yeah, we're talking about TV here, folks, so we're, we've moved on. We've moved on to happier things. Uh, most recent season of the 2012 TMNT animated series was not anywhere yet on Amazon. Like, And like companies do to make money, they don't break them up by seasons because, well, you know, that makes sense, but, you know, they do by volumes, especially the animated series uh, for kids um, or for people who just love the show. Grand, they are usually done in broadcast order, so that's really super nice, but it's really all about doing it in volumes. Um, um, one season may be 25 to 32 episodes, but they can break them into two halves and sell them a piece for $19.99. Um, and there are suckers like me, who, yeah, I said it, I'm a sucker, who goes and buys it on Amazon or iTunes. And for those of you out there, let's be real, it's a rule in the goddamn GBG drinking game. Uh, so just by speaking of the team and tea, you have to you drink, drink, take a drink. Um, but you know what? Automatically drink your full drink right now and drink the half of your next drink until it's done because, well, yes, right, we're talking TMNT here, folks. And after that, if I mention TMNT again, just let it go. So, uh, before I continue on, just some uh, reference here. So, I recently recorded an episode of Marianne's Macabre Movie Review for uh, regarding the movie Death Note. I'm not going to talk about it here. I don't want to ruin my thoughts uh, I want you to check it out when the episode comes out. Normally, if I'm on another podcast, no matter what it is, I would go ahead and spill the beans anyway. Uh, but these other podcasts already have their audience, and I want to throw Marion a bone here, so get ready for it. It's going to premiere. I think it's already premiered by the time this goes up. But um, next time, though, I'm... if ne Just FYI, next time I'm on her podcast, I'll toast to say how I thought on my podcast. Um, uh, but I'll do it with love, of course. Anyway... Um, one of the guests, and I won't say who, because I, you know, spoilers, but pointed out the term, and I'm going to use probably from now on, and I really like it. It's called when you watch something, 
you hate it, but you also like you also watch it because you're a fan of something, um, or there's something like an actor that you love, like love that's in it. And she said it's hate fucking. This individual hate fucked the hell out of date Death Note because they were a huge fan of the manga or anime. And so even though the movie bothered them, they kept at it, only to be really equally bummed and pissed. They hated it. And they and they they, they I think they even said too they watched a sequel even though they probably wouldn't like it. Now, in terms of who said that on the show, I don't want to again spoil it. You should listen to the episode when it goes up, uh, and I will post the notes definitely here. Um, I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. It's a really fun, uh, great conversation, and you should just check out her podcast in general. Um, anyway, as a Team and T fan, I, I completely get this 100%. I feel like that way a lot of the time. I hate, fuck, the living shit out of some of the Team and T property stuff. The treatment on the new series, how Raphael is as a character, is downright insulting to that character. He is always the first to fall in battle. It's almost now like a joke. And while I don't mind the love story that they've given him to an extent, uh, some people don't like that, and they say it's out of character. And I can see both sides of it, but it's just you need better writing when it comes to those little things. And I also understand, too, you have a limited amount of time, and... That show is always scheduled with with tone, um, um, but yeah. So sometimes you know you remember the passion, kind of like an on and off again girlfriend. You know, um, I remember why I liked you, the excitement, the way they said cowabunga, and then sometimes characters just do really stupid shit. I mean, not Raphael, but straight up, like all of them, April, Casey, Jones, Michelangelo, like, say, I don't know, your father fucking dies along with the rest of the, your planet and friends. The tone should be dour and solemn if you get saved. It should be, um, it should be, oh my God, we've lost everyone. We lost our father. What do we do now? It shouldn't be, oh no, father, no. Oh my god, hey guys, bros, we're in space. Kawabuyakaja. What? What? It's moments like that that make me realize I'm hate fucking the show. Sometimes it feels mid watching it, and even then in reflection, there were hints of sparks of hate and love. It's it's maybe what we call hate love fuck. I don't know. Well, last season of Team and T, though, I, I thought ended in volume nine. And Jesus. Uh, so when I searched for the show on Amazon or iTunes, because that's how I do, I couldn't find it. And um, and I heard the show this last season got rebranded for, as Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or Tales of the Team and T for short, because the main storyline, you know, where Splinter is dead and they finally killed off the Shredder, and I was like, rockin'. And the video on YouTube I saw of the new theme song looked really rad as hell. Um, really moody, and it, it just captured kind of a, a fun energy of the show. But I, I can't find the new season. I can't find it anywhere. And I have started to have a hate-fuck relationship with Nickelodeon, Amazon, and iTunes all at once just for this. It's, I mean, it's a goddamn orgy of anger, but also lust because prime discounts, yo. Free two-day shipping. What, what? Anyway, I happened to look closely, uh, you know, in a sleepy stupor about a week or so ago and and saw that Volume 9, in fact, had the title of an episode that was in the beginning of the season. And I realized, oh my God, Volume 8 was the last one I had. So, fiddle shit. So, I downloaded Volume 9 and I watched... I got caught up and watched it all in, the, in, in a few times. And as I said this, Volume 10 was released... Oh my god! But um, yeah, I watched season—that's the first half of the season, volume nine—in about a few days, and 
outside of the Kravaxa storyline, which was a four or five episode arc, the whole season of Tales of the TNT is fantastic. There, I mean, there's nothing but hugs, kisses, and snugs too, yo. And I fucking hate, you know, I fucking hate that there was, they were all so good because I've got so used to hate fucking it. Um, and granted, outside of the first arc, which had the most problems out of all of it, um, and felt like I was hate fucking. I mean, the real crux being, for Christ's sakes, apparently someone in the writer's room fucking saw Ghostbusters 2 on cable because the whole thing was a fucking reference almost to the fucking goddamn Ghostbusters 2 where they're wearing Spectre vaping destroying packs. What the fuck? But all things aside, Tales of the TMT or Volume 9 uh, has some fantastic stories of it. Um, and I wish they could keep it going. I'm really sad that this is the last season for this. Um, I mean, really, really good. Matter of fact, they bring Usagi Yojimbo back who is a character created by Stan Sakai or Stan? I call him Stan Saki, but it's, I think believe it's Stan Sakai. But uh, he's the samurai rabbit. Um, a lot of people just know the samurai rabbit; they don't really know anything else about him. But um, the first episode when the TV show was written by him, and there's almost no dialogue. And if you ever read uh, the tales of Usagi Yojimbo, they're fantastic. There's barely any dialogue; it's all done with beautiful, beautiful artwork, um, considering it's anthropomorphic animals. Um, I kind of said that right. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, really, really good. And the turtles don't really get into the episode, I think, until the very, very end of that first episode. And, I mean, it's a whole episode with no turtles, pretty much, except for the theme song and the last, like, minute of the show. And, I mean, so good. So good. Anyway... Do you know what I have not been hate-fucking? The new tick on Amazon Prime. What, what? I'm a big fan of that show. Um, but there is some bias going on in here. I will not deny it. But come on, it's good. I told a few people that the tick is the tick, while Arthur, within the context of the show, is in his own version of The Dark Knight, uh, in terms of tone, which is a really great contrast and makes up most of the humor, outside of the tick being a big, muscle-clad weenie head. Um, for funsies the other day, Reddit had this thing where you could get Reddit gold. Um, from the tick, <laughs> the Amazon Prime's tick account on Reddit for this giant ad of the show. Anyway, if you write a new uh, weird saying that tick would say, um, he would give you a coin. I ended up writing some but not doing it. And my coworker said uh, that, because uh, I, I read them to her, she's like, you should post them somewhere so i don't have it's not like i have a podcast or anything oh wait um so yeah um yeah i will say this throwing this out there too sorry i think i just said that two times but some yahoos were taking quotes from the original 90s cartoon and posting them and getting gold for them and i don't think the anyway that was a bummer uh, this is in my best tick voice, which kind of sounds like my Captain Kake from Universe Journey, um, but it's not as sleazy, of course. Here are the three quotes I wrote, performed uh, in order. One, two, three. So here we go. Here's the first one. We should all know of destiny, Arthur. And what destiny says you have a phone operating system update in the app store of life. You download it, Arthur. You face it head on. Sure, there may be bugs, Arthur. But destiny just gave you a better camera app. Stability improvements and transit directions for Denmark. And who doesn't love Legos? But I know who does, Arthur. Destiny. Destiny loves Legos, Arthur. Destiny. Okay, that was the first one. Here's the second one. 
Villains are the jerks in the party of life who turn down Alexa when she is playing sweet, sweet jams. Yes, chum. That is when we heroes show up and violently say, No, Alexa, you turn that volume way, way up. And last but not least, the third. We all have bad days, Arthur. Yes, fate may be a bird that craps on your windshield, chum, but that is when you stand up and say, not today, and you know why. Because we have the wiper fluid of justice, Arthur, and it is deep enough to wipe away all the crap fate throws at us. So go ahead, reach into your pockets, Arthur, and reach down deep and pull out your car keys. We're going for a super keen drive on the road of life. Hope you guys dug them. I had a lot of fun doing them, and as you could tell, a lot of fun reading them out like that. Um, and lastly, we're going to end this drive-by with a fun little tale. A little, little tale for you. Um, you know, and it's probably stupid, but it, I think it's kind of silly, and you might not find humor in it, but maybe consider it more of a parable, if I can, if I can spin it just right. So... Um, she was on the last episode, but Laura is a pal of mine from Mad Lab. Uh, she's in the series Red Rue, which you can check out on youtube.com forward slash Red Rue series. Um, and let's just say if she had balls, I would love to bust them. Um, and in my brain, I imagine she does, so I do. And it's a lot of fun. And here's the thing, too. She's just as good as goading me in return. Um, and every once in a while, though, you know, sometimes it doesn't really always stick one way or the other. But um, every once in a while, though, we are on point. And we are both firing in all cylinders, and it's really quite funny, at least for me. Um, it feels like we're doing a bit, and it's funny. In retrospect, um, at least I feel that's what happened here. But in the moment, I, I probably really didn't tell it was a bit, but it was a lot of fun. I always like sparring with Laura um, mentally. Um, I don't think it's necessarily reciprocated on the same end like that. Um, I should also note before I go further, I'm usually quite adept at reading people if they are bothered by something or thinking of something else usually, and usually being the key word, I'm really good at picking up on that. Does it stop me from telling you about my favorite Team T storyline ever, though I've told you before? Uh, fuck no, but I still register, and that's something, right? We're learning, we're learning. So anyway, a pal of mine, uh, well, pals of ours, uh, they got married, and Laura, um, you know, I think she suggested, I think she did, suggested a gift in question to everyone at Mad Lab to buy this couple an um, ice machine and keep it at Mad Lab, you know, for parties and stuff. And what's really big about this is this is an ice machine maker. Um, and as Laura was showing me during our last after party at for IABDRH, is it's a six-minute ice cream maker. Now, you know, not seven, but six. Now, naturally, you're thinking of there's something about Mary and the whole why not five minutes joke. But anyway, she turns it on, fills it with water, and nothing. Eight minutes have gone by. And it's, it's really annoying her. She's restless. It's important to note that as the evening progresses, she is not drinking anymore, and I am. So I. But she's getting annoyed comically to my amusement about all of this. So being a guy by default, I turn it off and observe the problem. I theorized her, and maybe you're not doing it right. And then let me tell you, this response to any woman, friend, or of yours, or whatever, or actually anybody, is amazing. It's our built-in typical response of any guy to a woman, because apparently, we're all so smart. Um, no, she seems to be doing it right, as per the box, which says six minutes ice, though. Something she proudly shows me multiple times, because the box says six minutes on it. I throw back at her, okay, maybe you are doing it right, except for the fact that we need more time. 
So with much persistence nagging back and forth at each other, we leave the room and talk for a bit and mingling with other people. And I finally then, after giving it 10 minutes, no ice, she's really bothered. She turns it off, turns it back on, then off. Why doesn't it work? Why doesn't it work? Everyone chipped in a lot of money for the Mad Lab crew or from the Mad Lab crew for the sweating gift. And I get it. She's annoyed. I understand why she feels annoyed with this. And I, and I kind of feel bad for it, too. I mean, she's literally the worst person in the world because that's an inside joke. And we should be clear. She is, you know, the worst. Take my word for it. Anyway, I finally get the instruction manual. This is, of course, with a lot of ballyhooing about the lament of Laura's six minutes ice machine not taking six minutes. So upon reading, I see a point that says... It takes 6 to 15 minutes to do the ice. And then it hits me. Turn it on. Let it sit for a bit. Finally fill it with water and wait 6 to 20 minutes. And it does ice. The next batch, it takes about 18 minutes, right? And the next batch after that, it takes 14 minutes. And then the next batch after that, it takes 8 until it takes 6 minutes per batch of ice. Now, Laura eventually left laying her control go in the hands of a maniac, that's me, who says it will work. Guess what? Guys, it worked. I had Woos, uh, my pal Stephen Woosley, which also congratulations, we call him Woos, and I feel really bad. I think it's somewhere on, on YouTube, but I finally did my impersonation of him, and uh, I said it's done with love, and it really do mean it, but now I kind of regret doing it, because um, I just don't do impersonations of people to their face, usually, unless it's Jimmy um, or Nathan, because, you know, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so Woos... Um, he checked it while we were leaving, and there was a decent amount of ice. Not a lot, but there was a decent amount of ice in there. We got like a few, I think it was like uh, three sets of ice. Uh, so the moral of the story, kids, is that if the machine box says six minutes of for ice on it, you got to let it warm up, or in this case, cool itself up first. That was it. That was our show. Wasn't that fun? Meh. It was all I got for this episode, though. If you have any thoughts about anything I talked about, um, if it's about the political stuff, don't shoot it back to me. I'm sorry. But if you anything else, like Turtles, The Tick, or you think the story wasn't funny about the ice machine or anything else, then definitely let me know. Shoot me an email at goodbaggeeky at gmail.com or tweet at me at goodbaggeeky. We may feature you, your, your email in a shoot and print. Okay? Um, words are hard. Sorry. We may feature your email in the show at some point down the line. We don't get a lot of emails, but if we do, we'll, we'll try to cram them together um all right so uh thanks everyone for listening to our show we really appreciate your your listening ship if you would call it that um check out new episodes and i think our next episode will be featuring discussions about the book mostly the book not really the movie shop girl um and you might remember kyle and i talked about that way way back um you know and uh yeah, we're, we're probably going to do it. Um, not probably. I, I think it, we are going to do it. So um, stay tuned to that. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good one. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you showed up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place! <laughs>